Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. I am your host, Diego Crespo. I got a special guest with us here today. Uh, you can't see him because we don't have cameras. But <laughs> one day, it's one Kirk day. the Corgi. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Thanks, yeah. you guys, for having Kirk <laughs> you, on the podcast. You have literally said that since the first episode, <laughs> two like three years ago. You said the yeah. same thing. We'll, 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 we'll get him. We'll, we'll get him. We'll we'll, we'll you know like this the a, dragons yeah, in Game of Thrones. This is a promise exactly. that I haven't seen yet. No, no dragons in Game of Thrones. We got cameras. We haven't. Yeah, no, no they're ba- <laughs> they, were, they were baby dragons. But so see, uh, as Kirk's spokesman, he is very happy to be here. And Kirk's spokesman is, of course, my. Uh, awesome co-host from RFC and a plethora of other podcasts we've done together, <laughs> Patrick Campbell. Hey guys, thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. This is really exciting. I haven't actually been able to come down here until now, which yeah. is amazing. Well, I, I am so happy to finally have you in studio. Yes, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're guys. never this excited when I come. No, I, I know. I've known you for years. I don't care anymore. <laughs> it hurts. You've I known can... me for years, but you just don't see me as often. Yeah, that's true. I. I this I hurts. can see this guy like whenever I'm like, hey, uh, hey Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it still hurts. <laughs> I love say, you. Say hi, Nick. Hi. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Hey, everybody. How's it going? That's Nick. My throat's, hey, Nick. A, little, my throat's a little bit messed up. But, uh, <laughs> okay. That works. Okay. It works. I think it, I think it sounds more distinguished. No, it sounds no? really bad. Sure. You should leave the episode. <laughs> <laughs> then over in the corner, we got Gene. Hey, how's it going? Fuck you, Gene. Gene, you just got back from Star Wars Celebration. How does that feel? Uh, I caught up on my sleep. I'm not jet lagged. Um, it jet feels pretty... Lagged. Yeah. Really? Um, from from Florida? We're just coming back, and like a kid puked in the front, in the Jesus. right in front of us. Uh, I don't wait, know. I, on the plane? Yeah, on, on the plane. Oh, so, that plane uh, must have smelled great. Yeah. So, <laughs> that plane must but awesome. besides the plane, everything everything was cool. Um, you know, we got to see a lot of cool stuff. We saw the Last Jedi trail. We, we weren't in the panel, but you know, it streamed live, and the was energy it? in the room was pretty crazy. You know. That's pretty cool. Did you get to see anything else besides uh, last? Jedi oh, we went. Yeah, else? we went to the uh, the Rebels panel nice. the, where they announced uh, it was going to be the last season. I know, so I cried. I cried. Yeah, but I should probably catch up on the last two. Huh? You know, yeah, we, you uh, probably should because they're amazing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Gene. Yes. I know that this is the first time we finally got fuck to hang out, but fuck you for going to celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Honestly, know, that's yeah. the entire reason. The entire time we've been like, fuck you, Gene. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I'm just saying because I. The whole, that's the whole uh, reason. I. I it looked like it was a great time. The yeah. last time I went was when it was in Anaheim. I okay. didn't get to go last year. I didn't get yeah. to go this year. But, I mean, it looked like at least this year, from what I could see, they actually upped their game compared to last year, which is fantastic. Um, they did, but I hate to be a downer, but there were some snags. I don't know if you There's always snags. You know what? But it wasn't Lucasfilm. It was more repot. Was it? Uh, which, it was just the Lions, wasn't it? I heard like there was a lot of problems with the Lions. Yeah, there was. I, see, no, I don't want to seem like I'm just... No, 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 no. It's good to be honest. I mean, every time we go do episodes about cons, it always becomes, well, what were the cons in the con? Because there's always things that happen regardless. Honestly, I think it was, uh, which I think even Anime Expo has the same thing. E3 is a a nightmare. Have you ever been, if anybody's ever been to E3, it's a nightmare being in a line there. Uh, What was it? People uh, people rush in when the doors open and like stampede and just knock people over. That's Comic Con every year. Yeah, Comic Con every year. That's Comic Con when you're trying to get. Yeah. Like all the booths and oh, everything yeah. like that. Oh yeah, dude. People get stomped, stomped right. on, everything like that. It's terrible. Yeah. Those, the there's pop, other at yeah. the pop panel. Yeah, everyone will just kill each other yeah. for that. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll just say like uh, the thing with Reed Pop is apparently they came in late or something. Uh, they were understaffed. Uh, they weren't telling people that you had to have wristbands 
for panels. They, really? did, they didn't tell press. There was stuff we RSVP'd for. And they wouldn't let you in? They they let us in, but we had to wait. They were like, oh, That's we That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so that is nuts. Because a lot of we, times, if you just have a press badge, they mm-hmm. usually just go like, all right, yeah. go right on ahead. They were like, yeah. Yeah. they just gave us more hoops to jump through, and it was just... Well, like, it like, also could just be because it's Lucasfilm. Yeah. Too. Like, maybe they put these, like, last-minute things, like... Right. Like, yeah. And it, and it, it wasn't just press. There was just stuff. I don't know if you guys heard about the first day, but it was like... There was only one entrance for everyone to get in. We didn't. We yeah, didn't go it sounds in about right. It sounds yeah. like a nightmare. But they were like, they didn't have any place for anyone that was handicapped. You know, everyone. What? Was just, what? Yeah. what? Are you kidding me? Yeah, That's, no. I didn't there, know there was that. a there was That's a guy cool. that we were in, on the airport with. He's like, oh, did you like Celebration? I'm like, oh, it was it was good with some bumps. He's like, I'll tell you. He's like, I <laughs> oh, God. just. He's like, I'm in a wheelchair. I just had a stroke. It's like I had to wait in the sun, and I'm telling them, it's like you know, you better put you know people that are. In you know like handicap or something, give them a room or something. You know. Well, they're supposed to. That yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter what convention you go to. There's always supposed to be some sort of handicap section. Yeah, there's, there's always something. Yeah. There's usually like a room. So it, yeah, it was like just a... that's a big oversight. Yeah, yeah. it was just Reebok just really <laughs> were, really dropped the ball. Yeah, they were like, yeah. oh my god, Last Jedi. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, pretty just, much it. Yeah, yeah but I, uh, which are, you guys weren't in the line for Last Jedi, right? No, like the no, we, we got in Thursday Thursday night. So. Okay. Was well, technically too late already, but yeah, by yeah the, we, by were, the, we were. You guys could have like ran right over and trying to yeah. try to get it. Because <laughs> I know that for um, when we were at Comic Con, in order mm-hmm. to get into Hall H, you had to line up at eight o'clock at night. Oh, the dude, day it, the day before. <laughs> yeah, that's and actually sleep there. last sleep there. last year when I went. Um, Diego was actually with us hey. for a little bit. We were hanging out at Comic Con. You didn't go into the convention because you didn't have a badge. Yeah, but you were with us. <laughs> you um, legally, I could not. No, have gone. legally, you could not have gone. <laughs> I but, did try to call you, Nick. Don't even. <laughs> uh, we had Andy with us, who's our other co-host on Real Film Chatter, and we were between going to the Marvel panel or going to whatever the new Adam Wingard movie was. At the time, we didn't oh. know it was Blair Witch. Yeah. It was still called The Woods. And we were like, oh, dude, I don't want to sleep in line all night. So we ended up going to see what ended up being the reveal of Blair Witch, which was actually really fantastic. Really so cool. I take that. Yes, I know you were jealous. You were not there, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> The um yeah I know I got to uh, Comic Con the day after when everybody okay. was already going like the it, like the woods is actually Blair Witch Project and everybody yeah. was going over everything else I spent a lot of time over in the Rick and Morty mm-hmm. section, yeah, it makes uh, sense oh yeah swim, that place was awesome an yeah. adult yeah. swim area and everything that was, else that was they all really always cool. go all out every year yeah that was really cool and then also the South Park area and everything else because I mean mm-hmm. Comic Con last year had so many problems too I mean I had to go to the restroom it's every year man. I had to go to the restroom <laughs> and they wouldn't let, and they wouldn't let me out of line. So that way I can go to the bathroom. That, that, wow. That's every, like I said. That's every yeah. year with them. It's never any. One different. of the one of the guys actually told me because I said I have to go to the restroom, and he goes, "Well, you're gonna have to hold it." And I go, "I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the bathroom in the line if that's the case." <laughs> and the guy oh. was like, "Oh, you got to do what you got to do, man." Yeah. Oh, oh my god! And so wow. what I did is I was like, "All right, fine." And I walked out of line. I walked all the way to the other side to where another security guard was, and I was like, "Hey, man, I need to go to the restroom." And he goes, "Oh yeah, go ahead." <laughs> and he let me out and I passed right by that same security guard and he's like how'd you get out <laughs> and I'm like alright bye and I just walked away and I went to the ba- bathroom came back went to that same security guard that I left and I was like hey man I, was, I just left and he goes oh yeah go right on ahead man fuck that guy <laughs> yeah like, like the, whatever the, like the guy in the front he was like oh well my boss is there we're not supposed to let you out I'm like <laughs> I just need to go to the restroom dude I, <laughs> Jeez. I don't this, care this guy uh, uh, gave me a 20 
to cut in line in front of me to go to the bathroom at Comic-Con. Wow. Really? What? Yeah, because yeah, he was like, dude, I got to go. Here, I'll give you 20. And I was going to be like, no, the good part of me was like, oh, just go ahead. But then I was like, I don't $20. $20. So you took the 20, right? I took the 20, okay. yeah. One of the greatest I my beer. things. I can't blame you for One that. One of the greatest yeah. things, I had to go to the bathroom really bad on the last day. And uh, what was it? I There was a bathroom behind this like, uh, roped up area and mm-hmm. I, and like I had, my badge was flipped and I went up to the security guard and I'm like hey can I get to that bathroom right there and they were like no sorry you can't and I flipped it back and I was like I'm an exhibitor she goes oh yeah you can do whatever you want <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I started walking and one of my buddies was right behind me and he walked up and he had an attendee and she was like sorry sorry you can't go through wow. and he goes like but I'm with him and she goes you're an attendee you can't yeah. go that way Damn. and he's like oh what the he goes, why? <laughs> it's just a bathroom. And she was like, no, you're not, a, you're not an exhibitor. You can't do that. I'm like, really? power of the exhibitor badge. If you can ever wow. get one, do it. It's amazing. Get it Definitely. an hour and a half before everybody else. It's amazing. All right. Well, to start off the show, uh, let's also introduce sound engineer Renee, oh, yes. as Hi. always. Hello. <laughs> well, not always. Sometimes uh, Emma's here, but yeah. she's not right. today. So. Yeah. Hi, Emma. Why would you lie to people? Why? Why would you be that way? I know. Well, because usually it's like both of them, they switch on and off, and it's like, it's a whole thing. It's great. It's great. Uh, But first off, let's start (laughs) talking about some movie news, because as we all know, movie news is never controversial or aggravating or anything of the sort. But I think we start off with a pretty good one. Uh, The Captain Marvel directors. Does anyone know the names off the top of their heads? Uh, Uh, I cannot remember off the top of my head. That's what I have my phone for. Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Yes. Okay. The last thing they directed was Mississippi Grind mm-hmm. with um, who's the guy who plays uh, uh, the villain in Rogue One? Oh, uh, oh well, um, Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn and okay. Ryan Reynolds. I haven't oh, seen right. it. I've heard it's very that good. It's very hey, good. Man, ben Mendelsohn is awesome. Ben Mendelsohn is awesome, awesome, but he's not yeah. in Captain Marvel. Well, that, you never say never. <laughs> if oh, okay. Only, no, you're right. I don't yet. know yet. I don't know yet. That's also, true. he which are, he's already working with. He's already working with the mouse on I, Star I for Star Wars. You can go to Disney. I mean, Disney keeps people in house, as we know. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they seem like good choices. Yeah, right? I mean, that's, you know, yeah, Marvel doesn't really issues. get bad directors uh, anymore. They get people who they believe in outside of Alan Taylor. Mm-hmm. I mean, if <laughs> I'm just going to call it as I see it. No, outside, uh, he he hated working on the I movie, know. didn't he? Yeah, because yeah. he couldn't get along within the confines of what Marvel was trying to do, which is clear when you watch the movie. Yeah. Right. Um, I like the choice. I think it's different. I know that there's some contention on the fact that it's not a only female director for the project. But I think that we really undercut the fact that they've been a duo forever, and you undercut her as a female, as a director, that she's a part of this project by yeah. saying that she, you know, you're basically saying, well, the guy is the only reason they got it. No, it's no. not. Yeah, no, I think that's no, a, that's, that's worth talking about at least. But yeah, I don't think it takes away anything from her as a woman director no. either. Right. No, I think yeah. I, I I think that. But it's also, just I just want to make clear, we're all men, so let's just like. <laughs> Well, no, uh, we are. Take, take yeah. this with a grain of salt. But, hey, listen, we're not going to pe- speak for another gender. I listen, think my that, penis is pissed off enough, okay? That's not my fault. But I think that down. between all Meninist. of us, you, we, we're always very much pushing for the diversity behind the scenes and in front of the screen. Yeah, of course. Which That's is fine. something that people sometimes forget, that even though we are male... Some of us actually want diversity. Yeah, that's that's fine. But I, I just think that it's a lot of uh, really uncalled for nerd rage in mm-hmm. which it's always uh, what was it? Oh yeah, you know she, uh, I can't believe that a woman's directing or anything like mm-hmm. that. Or I which I, like oh yeah she only got it because she's partnered with a man or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's dumb. They they yeah. deserve they they've always been partners. Look up your shit before you start yeah. speaking. It's not fair and everything like that. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a non issue really. And they've right. worked with Ryan Gosling a few times, which makes me wonder if Ryan. Gosling could end up in the MCU. 
now, which would be interesting. I don't so, think. I don't, I don't wait, think, Gosling? I don't, I don't think. Yeah, he, oh, right? I thought I thought they were Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Reynolds. That's what yeah, I meant. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I was about Deadpool to say Go- cameo. Everyone Gosling, talks about Gosling. Kind of seems like he wouldn't really sign a contract for like twelve movies, well, even though I wanted him to be the Joker. But that's yeah, the whole other thing. Right. That he should have been the Joker. Him yeah. or Gyllenhaal <laughs> or the Riddler. That anything. I think the Riddler. Anyone except Jared Leto. You know what? I I'm gonna stick with. I need to see more. I need to see more. I need to. Did you watch the extended cut? Yeah, I've seen the extended you, cut. God, why do you are you own doing it? that to yourself? Huh? <laughs> I like how you, you... Do you own the extended cut of like BVS? Yeah, I do. Okay, but in my defense... Oh, no, I a, get BVS appreciation. Did, Suicide Squad's not even a no, movie. Suicide Squad's not a movie. But yeah. I was just going to say, in my defense of owning things, I'm just a completist. Like, okay. I even own yeah. The Mummy 3, right. which is a terrible <laughs> fucking oh, movie. No, there's only two. Mummy 3 is awesome because of Diego. No, there's only two. There's only two. The Yetis play football with soldiers. It's awesome. It's a bad movie. Sense. It doesn't. That, That's why it know. rules. But what were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say, Jet like, I understand money. where it's like coming from, where you you feel like you have to have it. Yeah, it's have, like a collector's. Yeah, uh, and then you feel like you own it, so then you have to watch it. Yeah, like season six it. of twenty four. Honestly, yeah, exactly. Honestly, the reason why I bought it is because it came in a combo pack because my girlfriend likes the soundtrack, well, was, and it came with sound, say, it came with soundtrack plus the extended cut and everything right. like that for like thirty bucks. It's a nice mm-hmm. packaging, and I got. And then the, she broke up with you because she's like, Nick, yeah. why'd you get me this? No, she and she was like, I love it. She it's in her car now, and she was like, Do you want the Do you want the downloadable version? I'm like, Yeah, sure. Right. So I got I got the movie out of it. So. Right. By the way, they have worked you. with. I want you to know that <laughs> they did work with Ryan Gosling. It was half Nelson, so I was correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Sorry. But uh, which I, yeah, I don't think Ryan Ryan Gosling is a really cool. Uh, he's a great actor. I just don't think he would sign like a contract for a multiple. No, movies. probably not. He he just doesn't seem like that no. type. He's like yeah. Walking Phoenix, where like he just says no. Does what he wants. Yeah, he does. Although, he does the movies he wants. Well, he to. was almost Doctor Strange, right? He just didn't well, want to do the uh, Walking. Yeah, yeah. yeah Walking just didn't want to do the whole like movies and shit. CG action nonsense. Yeah. Okay. Which I think you would have yeah. to do that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe just, a little bit in that one. Yeah, I think he probably wants his privacy too. Yeah. he really he's picky. I think that's really funny though. Where it's just like, oh, okay, I'm down to do Doctor Strange, but we can't have any CG, and I don't want to do any of the action stuff. I just want a contemporary piece where you know it's just weird. You know what? <laughs> Find someone who can pull that off. I'd pay to see that. <laughs> I would too. I would With too. Walking Phoenix, that'd be that. Yeah. You know what? That would be a really interesting movie. No fighting. No no CGI. Uh, Renee, any thoughts? For... Are you familiar with these two? No, no, no. Oh, okay. It's okay. Well, okay. a cool so, movie has a cool director. Hopefully right. it all turns out well. Because yeah. uh, Brie Larson is great. Like, her personal life, she just... She's amazing. The Marvel yeah. streak of... Uh, I forgot who tweeted it. The Marvel streak of um, casting actors who are their characters, like, continues, yeah. basically. I, no, they're doing right. a good I love the uh, thing that Downey said to, apparently... Because apparently Downey said to Feige, I got I hope we already settled her contract when she won the Oscar. <laughs> like, uh, he was like, oh, I really hope you settled that contract before. Because <laughs> their price tag just skyrocketed right yeah. now. Well, it's okay. They have uh, Ike not running the studio side oh, of things. Yeah. So, I mean, they Which can... Which is why I'm excited for the, the all these choices now. Yeah, well, exactly. What, what, well, yeah. Ike's still in charge of movie, into, well, in TV, uh, isn't he? Yeah, he's, a, he's still in charge TV. of TV. Okay. And it shows. Because yeah. the <laughs> shows are cheaper than the movies by a lot. Yeah. People get yeah. Subway sandwiches. Yeah. Well, all the time. Yeah. I, I've been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and just going like, why is, what is up with all the Subway? Oh, no. Uh, for uh, press events. Oh, they, for the they press events? Just, yeah. They would just get oh, Subway. Yeah. 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 The whole That's thing. Fine. Okay. Uh, let's but, move on uh, to the next yeah. big news. Josh Brolin is Thanos. Did you knew that already? Because he's also Cable in Deadpool it. 2. No, right. I hate it. 
What? No. How, how can you they, hate it? How dare they cast him in two roles? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were serious. No, no. Oh, I, wow. You know what? Josh Brolin is a great fucking actor, yeah, man. He, he you know what? I think that he can fucking he can he can play the shark in Jaws, man. <laughs> uh, yes. he, he's he's fine. I, I I don't get what all the fucking hate was about him being in two fucking roles in I'll, two separate. See that? Yeah, that's versus, like legitimate well, nerd rage. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, legitimate. Yes, it is. It's like okay. you can't you can't mix them up. How dare you? It's like right. I, I don't fucking care. They're yeah. too. If anything, you can always make them that they're different universes and then you can even make a joke about it later that's well you know that's they're gonna make, make jokes joke. yeah they have to you can always it's make Deadpool. it's yeah. the same yeah. thing as in uh which are legends of tomorrow when brandon ralph looks at supergirl and goes you know what she kind of looks like my cousin that was amazing <laughs> that yeah was one of she kind of looks things. like my cousin and like they, there's no connection at all but it's just that's funny <laughs> that's really yeah, funny exactly. sidebar how good was legends of tomorrow this season oh my god it finally it's so, yeah, it's so good it's so good really quick if no if you guys haven't finished it it, it fucking went on netflix the week after yeah, yeah it's really? all there it's, it's all netflix. there it's season great. one and two oh, i will have to see it, hold on it finally it, lived up to everything i hoped it was for. it yeah. was so good the week the next week after that i rewatched the season just because it was that good like <laughs> kirk agrees like, it, like it, let's it, not let's not spend too long talking about it but yeah the first season Really fun. Doesn't right. really hit all the notes it needs to, but yeah, really fun. Then right. season two, I think that's the best DC show I think right now. I, honestly, yeah. I think it's because they stopped bickering. Like they actually became a team. Like, yeah. the, like because they actually became a team and they stopped fucking bickering. Like, Kirk's just so excited because it was yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. It, he's very oh, dude, excited. The fa- dude, the finale was awesome. Oh no, my that God. finale right. was amazing. All right, all right, just getting back to uh, yeah, let's cable, move on. Let's um, move on. You know, I, I thought the uh, the leads can't play. There's a thing in their contract that they can't play other uh, I, superhero I characters. I think. Or is that just well, Patrick, you might know more than me. Yeah, so that was a thing that okay. they've moved away from since. I think uh, also for Josh Brolin's because he only, I mean, he only has, what, three movies? Well, yeah, and he, uh, clearly, I mean, I don't expect we're going to see Thanos again after Infinity yeah. War. So which makes me happy, which makes me happy because... I, I talked about this on podcast before too. Like I think Thanos is a one-off villain, a right. great villain, but he's not Darkseid. He's not the overseer actually, of everything. You it know? was, it was um, actually really interesting because uh, I don't know if anybody's played Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale. No, I no. Uh, Me too. First, first episode, you actually kill Thanos. Really? In the first five minutes of the episode. Wow, that's like, so it's a, odd. It's a, it's a, it's a, not really. I mean, it's the first five minutes. Like literally, okay. one stuff's not. Spoiler, yeah, it's not. Fine. I mean, it's in the trailer too. Okay. Like the, the it, like the idea is you're trying to sell Thanos's body. Like that's, that's the first episode. That's great. Because you're trying to settle a bounty, so you have to choose whether to give it to the Nova Corps or the Collector. Mm. Okay. It's it's an interesting episode. I really liked it um, right. and everything else, but uh, I, I liked that idea of kind of going like, yeah, the big bad in our movies, yeah, he's dead first five minutes. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. No, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Uh, Thanos, yeah, I, I could see him just as a one-off villain. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. It's uh, the same thing with, uh, yeah, what was Pat- it, with Ultron uh, and everybody else. Yeah. Patrick, yeah. what were you saying? Uh for the contract so I think this is something that especially now that again we're seeing a lot of changes within Marvel since Mm -hmm. Kevin has really assumed power over the studio side and I think especially because they really wanted to work with um, Ryan Coogler who was obviously going to bring with him Michael B. Jordan yeah Yeah, and in order to do that you have to cross the streams a little bit Mm -hmm. so of course they had to decide what they were going to do and now they've kind of opened the floodgates to be like you know what we can share actors we can do all that it's not a big deal because it means we get talent and it's much better to have talent than push them away because they've done other movies but also i think it's really interesting too because uh it could be an underhanded deal too of you uh, which i will give you josh brolin as long as it fits around our our shooting schedule as long as and maybe we can get something in return i didn't think about that at all Mm -hmm. um 
I know Fox still has Galactus, right? Yeah. Or something yeah. happened there. Okay. Uh, which arc? Because they still. Because I, I thought the uh, which arc? Because Fantastic <laughs> Four. Is don't don't get fired, Patrick. No, 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 no. I this is not getting fired. This is. I don't know how much you guys want to know about Guardians Two. Okay. But Ooh. there has been a character Ooh, that sounds like Galactus. That was like, not no. Galactus, but Fox so, has a character so that many fans have wondered if we were going to get to see said character in the MCU who does make an appearance in the movie. I, I'll tell you guys off air okay. if you don't want me to spoil it. Yeah, okay. But I think that there's definitely a lot of cross-pollination actually happening. I think the two studios are much more getting along than they were. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking. Which is why I'm glad that Brolin got the role. Brolin's been my top choice for Cable for a long time. I just never assumed he'd get it because of the Thanos thing. Honestly, is it, is it MP the Impossible Man? No. <laughs> no. Actually, you know what? The, you know what the funny thing is? I actually really did want Brosnan. I, exactly. Exactly. I, I actually, Technology's uh, going crazy. All comes it, back. I, I honestly did kind of want Brosnan. I really did like him. That I, I love cool. the I, I liked cool. the idea of yeah. Brosnan, especially just, if like he can give yeah. you like that kind of like because you can you know he could do cool. You know he was a cool Bond. Mm-hmm. He was the very like slick Bond right. and everything like that. Yeah. Like nothing really touched him, yeah. and I kind of liked that idea of like having him as Cable. You know, making a little bit buffer though. Yeah. That's about it. But you know, I'm just kind of glad someone got casted, so you don't see like every single other other article was like so so and so's rumored to be Cable. Oh, yeah. No, no, every actor yeah. is yeah. And I'm sure they, they, yeah. they honestly they, every, they had to pick soon. They had to pick. Yeah, they had to. And now, so much speculation that you just like, damn. <laughs> now every article is whether or not spider mans staying in the MCU. Uh, after yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> There's Batman, then Cable, and now Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 It just it yeah. goes on so, and on and on. So la- I guess uh, kind of on that note of uh, crossing uh, players in cinematic. Yeah. And Batman, Whedon. yeah, yeah, but he's uh, not on contract anymore. With no, 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 no. Uh, Josh Whedon is uh, doing Batgirl. Yeah. yeah, which, which is great. I, I think it's a great <laughs> idea. This is amazing. There's yeah. not a there's. Wow, I wouldn't have expected it. Honestly, he can do a, especially if he starts like kind of going into like mentioning the Bat Family. Like you don't have to have Batman. I'm super excited you don't have to have Batman. We can have like little Bat Family stuff though, and he does that. He does that like family archetype. Right. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. he can really do like pain and like we ha- like there's there's issues that we have yeah. that p- other people haven't yeah. solved. Yeah. And ex lovers and stuff like that. Like, if yeah. you want to do like the Barbara and Dick uh, Dick Grayson like storyline, I want that else. so badly. Like, that would be really fun. So cool. badly. I, yeah. I just really hope that it's not the killing joke. I just, that's I, the only thing. I don't think I really hope that I know. Killing joke? I think they'll mention the killing joke. Yeah, I, 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 I don't even like think that. they will. At least I, don't she was, want I, it. I think maybe she was paralyzed. Or yeah. I don't, I don't want it at all. I don't either. There's a really great article, I think, from Donna Pearson. Uh, about killing the killing joke like great story right. first time mm-hmm. there are issues there that people aren't addressing yeah. are not handling well if they can be handled well mm-hmm. continue it if you're not going to handle them well or address them in a way that's relevant and important to context yeah. then move well, don't even well, touch well, it well cuz there's yeah. other things in the killing joke that people just totally like oversee like yeah. just overshoot like the idea that batman kills the joker at the mm-hmm. end like everybody always right. goes like oh yeah no uh, he didn't isn't that like just, just a theory no the like, the writer even said yeah, oh, he kills yeah, Moore. Okay. alan moore even said like yeah no we killed we killed yeah, the joker batman, at well, the well, end. alan moore is also crazy so. yeah, yeah alan moore is legitimately listen insane. he's a nut job but he knows how to write a comic well here let's talk about joss Whedon batgirl uh, that I is was, the greatest thing ever. I, I have <laughs> yeah, to say, I, th- I think that this is really interesting. One, clearly, like we said, crossing the streams. And yeah. he actually called Marvel, and he called Kevin, and he was like, do you care if I do this? Mm-hmm. Like, So there's definitely understanding and respect there. The other thing that I think is interesting is this is clearly them trying to phase out Batman. 
because they know Affleck's not going to stay in the role and they don't want to yeah. recast it again anytime uh-huh. soon. So this is them doing Batgirl. They're doing Nightwing. Yes, I know you're excited about it. <laughs> Honestly, I think I think that would be really interesting, especially if you had a uh, like a death of Batman like storyline. Yeah, if you had a storyline where Batman dies. And Dick Grayson and the Bat... Like, I think it would be Battle D- for the Dick Cow. Dick Grayson played by Michael B. Jordan, like, obviously. Ba- like, right? battle, battle for the <laughs> yeah, Cow. At this point, yes. no, because it, doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Honestly, Battle for the Cow would be a really a awesome great, fucking movie. It would that be a would great, be a movie, great fucking yeah. movie. Especially if you've already kind of like... If you have like a Batgirl movie and then you have like a Dick Grayson movie and you've already set up like the Bat family a lot more. Well, this is the first time I've been excited for the DECEU since like I heard about the Aquaman pitch where it's like, oh yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Romancing the Stone with Aquaman. Yeah. Because yeah. like... Also, Aquaman looks dope. Yeah, it looks it looks, looks cool. Really he looks boring. cool. Um, but th- that opens up the doors to so many possibilities. Oh yeah, well, and like if it happens, because at the end of the day, we don't know how it's gonna happen or if it's gonna happen because there's a bad track record for these things. Um, and but the possibilities are exciting. I do. We have to also remember Matt Reeves went in and pe- pitched a Batman trilogy. Mm-hmm. Knowing Affleck wasn't going to stay on, like we know that unless things drastically change over there, mm-hmm. Matt Reeves has to know that Ben Affleck doesn't want to stay around. So right. the idea of doing something with the passing of the torch to Dick Grayson or something has to be yeah. a part do. of that right. story, right? I, w- yeah. I actually and, wouldn't even. And mind Batman's kind of old too. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually yeah. wouldn't mind if you Damian did, Wayne. Like, a, a Damian. Yeah. Okay. Story. Oh my god, I knew I, it. I was about to yes. say it too. I was like, I really wouldn't mind a Damian story. Like if you had. Uh, talons and you had all those and you like court of owls. Yeah, yeah like a court of owls type yeah. storyline I, mean, I think that cool. would be really cool yeah. Yeah. I think that Josh Whedon knows what he's doing and I think it's a good choice yeah. fuck yeah bring him so, in heck yeah cool. alright uh, well I, I kind of want to move this around really quickly just to get the news out of the way let's talk about uh, the last Jedi trailer that happened Gene you saw it it's fucking terrible at right. Star Wars Celebration okay. you go first <laughs> alright so uh, yeah we were pretentious uh, asshole no I'm kidding <laughs> Yeah, we were trying to uh, get our way to uh, the live stream stage. And uh, so, like, you know, it's like 30, maybe like 20 minutes away from premiering because it said 11. And we were all starting to go there. And as we get closer to the stage, everyone's starting to uh, go to. Yeah, everyone's starting to stop. Everyone's, like, trying to, like, find a place. And, like, this was, like, 20 minutes before we thought we'd be okay. And, like, we're trying to get in. Um, So... You know, we're getting close to the stage, and right in front of where we where we get stopped at, where we just just the you know the crowd of nerds just stops. <laughs> there's a giant Tie Fighter in front of the screen. <laughs> oh, whoever, yeah. It was whoever, in front of the Star Wars stage, yeah, right? Whoever yeah. designed that did not think it through. <laughs> but so anyway, so it's like ten minutes away, and we're in the same spot, and then like five minutes away, and we're trying to like move, and we're getting like kind of the Tie Fighter awake, and people are just stopping. We're trying to go through. And maybe we get to a point where the TIE fighter is maybe a fourth covering the edge. So it's like, oh, fuck it. We'll just, we're fine. We'll do it live. Yeah, we'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll um, fucking do it live. You know, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll just stay here. We could see most of the screen. And like, yeah, it was crazy experience seeing it. Like all the fans were hyped. You know, it was a cool energy. Everyone was like, uh, you know, everyone was like, you know, telling each other to be quiet you know, <laughs> just to see it. Um you know, uh, we couldn't really, we could hear the volume a little bit. People were yelling to raise the volume, but we saw it again. On but thoughts phone. on the trailer. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah, you know, um, it looked, it looked really cool. Like it, it was a, you know, it was a cool trailer. Um, you know, it didn't show like the whole story. Um, it was very, very similar to the, uh, first Force Awakens trailer. Yeah. Our buddy, uh, uh, Brandon and Beeman Rules did a comparison and contrast. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he added he added some stuff here and there, but for the most right. part, that 
There's a lot of similarities, and I thought yeah, that was, was kind of cool. Yeah, it had a lot of similarities, like someone wakes up. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah you know, dun, it gave you a lot of, uh, it gave you, like, a, it showed a different feel for what they're going for. Um, it seems like, well, obviously darker, but, you know, it had a lot of, like, interesting stuff going mm-hmm. on, like Luke saying that they should end the Jedi. Well, I assume it's Luke. Yeah, and, uh, it yeah, it just left me. It, it was. Dude, yeah. It's, well, it's Mark some, Hamill's voice. I'm just, yeah, some people just, were, <laughs> Yeah, but anyway. Uh so it left me just you know just wanting to see more which you know if you're if it's a successful trailer then that's you know that's a feeling you want to see my thing is that i was i was really wondering if that line of uh the jedi should end Mm -hmm. was just something that they filmed for the teaser like whether or not they recorded it just for that that line's way too big to be a teaser well because because this isn't like a david boyer dialogue well no because they did it for uh the force awakens as well that entire uh dialogue where which yeah but that's that's not explaining i I mean i'm talking about the ideas in the force awakens mm -hmm. i mean that I think it's it was clearly <laughs> intentional because yeah. the idea is that they're trying to get people hooked into this movie. I mean, no, yeah. they don't need to, obviously. It's Star Wars. Everyone's yeah. going to turn up, especially yeah, it's, after it's The be... Force Awakens. Right, and yeah. actually after Rogue One. Rogue yeah. One still kept yeah. its Both have their detractors, but yeah. for the most part, the populace love those movies. Well, yeah. and I mean, people clearly want to see more Luke. So people were already going to show up regardless off of the cliffhanger. But the th- the fact of the matter is, is for 30 years, we've wondered what happened to Luke. And it mm-hmm. now it we don't know because... There's no legends, you know, the legend stories are just that. They're just legends. Yep. And we haven't had any stories in the new canon yet of Luke. The mm-hmm. which I, the, the only problem inside the new canon is that they're they're telling stories about Luke, but they're very much in passing. There mm-hmm. a lot of other stuff that's gonna like I'm actually looking forward to seeing Battlefront two because that's supposed to be an in canon story mm-hmm. and they're supposed to bump into Luke. Well, and, yeah, that's and what and they're saying. Else. And then also, uh, which are in the Phoenix Squad book that's gonna be coming out in a couple of months, they're they're also gonna go over it. Uh, Phasma, maybe they might. Ex- there's a Phasma book that's coming mm-hmm. out where they might explain how she got out of their trash compactor <laughs> I, and everything else. I mean, all these books and comic books are coming out this year, and I'm almost positive they're going to show something. Well, even I, I, in Aftermath, they're, they're telling good I think Luke. the plan is is that they're going to do it, but they have to tell the story in The yeah. Last Jedi first because I think that they want to go in with us not knowing exactly because yeah. the idea is let's explore it now, and then mm-hmm. we can see what happened after the fact. Yeah. And I think that Clone Wars explored the idea of Grey Jedi and things like that. Yeah, and like that's Ahsoka? Yeah, and so yeah. I think that that's exactly where they're going with this. Yeah, uh, it makes the most sense to me. Well, with uh, which, uh, with Clone Wars and also Rebels, they've both kind of gone into that, like, you don't necessarily have to be a Jedi. You can mm-hmm. be something else. And I think that that line, especially for the Jedi must end, is much more of a the what exactly the Jedi believe that like we we don't necess- what what they've been doing so far has been a mistake and what we need to do is we need to change the way we need to change format we, there's that we we shouldn't not have attachments that actually grounds us to the world that you know different techniques and different styles should go on and I think that they're gonna go more towards a different title for the Jedi mm-hmm. like it's not gonna be a Jedi anymore just which like I, I think anymore. is cr- Crazy ballsy in a great way. Yeah, and it's like, exactly what it needs. Yeah, because you know, the Force Awakens criticism is that well, it's all stuff we've seen before, like this and that and this and that. And I want, and, um, I want a fucking Bendu. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't even want that. No, no, I, don't, I want something even newer. Never seen. Just yeah. the idea of the Jedi not being there that breaks down all preconceived notions of what no, yeah. we understand to be the unifying. Well, force, so to speak, the, of the, reason, the universe. The, the reason why I was saying that is because technically there isn't any more Sith. 
There's mm-hmm. like well, the, allegedly, Kylo, Kylo, allegedly, yeah. allegedly, but I mean they're not necessarily like you just know themselves. you just know they're saving that in their back pocket for yeah, like one I mean, of the infinite sequels. I think, I think it'd be because which mean, is not a bad thing. No, same, absolutely, yeah, they're great. Thing as you changing the name from the Empire and the Rebellion to the Alliance and the First Order. You know, we have different titles for these groups mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I think that Luke's type of teaching now is going to be much more. I think it's going to be a lot fucking darker. Like it's gonna yeah. be very much like what I, what have you, what has fucking teachings done for me lately? I keep wondering if we're actually gonna see Luke go to the dark side because as far back as when Mark Hamill ever talked about the sequels that he knew of, anytime he was like, "Yeah, Lucas has talked about Luke just turning," and I mean, uh-huh. even if it is just to to the point of just to understand what the dark side is, I would be interested to see what pushes Luke to that. Well, in mm-hmm. the uh, I know in the Legends comics, he actually does. He, uh, t- he practices with the yeah, he practices with, with the yeah. Dark side. Yeah, that's yeah. the Dark that's, Empire. That's our it's, whole thing. It's a weird arc. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I know this. It's weird, but it, it, d- it did happen. And they do like pulling. No, from that's the thing. It didn't happen anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the thing uh, is that I think I, I think if you make him go dark, like right. if you make him well, a villain, you've seen him, uh, it really does. Yeah, I think it really does go dark at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's short. Oh yeah, that's how he. That's the only. That's how he defeats Vader. Yeah, for but me, it, for, you, yeah. you got to really have a director and writer who can pull it off really well. Yeah, and sure. thankfully Ryan Johnson looks like he's gonna do that. Oh, he's I mean, gonna just look at what it. he's like concocted visually, like the yeah. white, uh, looks good. sand dunes with the the red streaks and right. the the awesome like. I, what did you guys think? What, what, what did you guys think about all the complaints where they were just like, "It's fucking Empire again"? And it's how not, though. That, how? Uh, that's that's what I was saying. It's I was going, I don't I don't understand why everybody's going. It's Empire again. Like they were going. Like they were saying, "Oh yeah, they're they're fighting walkers on a sand planet mm-hmm. instead of ice planet." There, but there's you know? walkers. But I think I think it's there's, there's I think it's something totally different. That yeah. kind of hints at what that yeah, sequence is. And I, I think that's without fun. spoilers. I just wish that Ryan Johnson had Thrawn in this movie. That's the only <laughs> thing, especially because Thrawn is canon now. Yeah. Thanks to Rebel. And, and thanks to his such novel. a great villain. I, I, I think Thrawn will, Thrawn will go into the dark, into dark space after Rebel season four. I, I think that's true, but that obviously means eventually Thrawn has to return. I maybe, but I I Thrawn is an interesting character. But the only problem is you need to understand Thrawn. You can't just throw him into a two-hour movie. Well, that's why we have yeah. Rebels in a book. I yeah. mean, they, they, but not everybody reads those, and everybody watches it. Well, that's fine, but that they can go back. I mean, that's the brilliance you of this you, you need to set him up too much. I mean, he's just such an imposing threat in the moment as well as long term that he can hop in and out. I think. Yeah, I, absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah. it's I, it's the same thing as if you were to you know throw Ezra or throw like Kanan or any of these other. Characters. I think it's different though because Thrawn doesn't need a huge epic backstory. He's no. scary because he knows what he's doing. You know, like because of his cool his villainous personality. I, yeah. I, I personally yeah. think Thrawn is. I either he's either he's gonna go to, to dark space or he's not making it out of season four. No, there's I, there's no cool way that. that they brought Thrawn in though just to kill him at the end of Rebels. There there's no way because Zahn has already said he's writing like three more books. Oh, I, cool. but I, I, but I haven't actually read Thrawn, the the one that just came out. Like two I'm almost ago. done with it. How is it? It's fantastic. When does it take place? It takes place before Rebels. <laughs> it's about it's it okay. really picks up with when Thrawn was first marooned, and they actually pull from legends like um, his backstory okay. of when he was marooned cool, cool. and. It's really, really good, and it's set up for more. How far into it are you? Uh, almost like three quarters of the way. I'm okay. really close to being done. It's, it's right. good, right? It's so, fantastic. We gotta, we gotta move. No, no, we gotta move on. We're short on time. I know. I'm just finishing after. I'm finishing right, after. Hurry up! Right hurry now. up! I want to get into Thrawn after. Yeah, get the aftermath of this statement. Hey, man, it's important. That shit's important, all right? All right. So this is mostly for Patrick and I, but Fate of the Furious. We saw it. 
I haven't seen. It. I haven't seen any of the Fast. Patrick Five liked movies. it. The fuck? Nick liked it. I liked it. I didn't like it. Renee, did you watch it? I haven't seen it, but that's you guys can go ahead and. That's because okay. you, you hate good things. <laughs> I like every other movie in the franchise. I'm all surprised. of them. Maybe I the love, fourth one. I love every single one. I like, I like <laughs> all the of difference. them, but the fourth one. But I'm surprised. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from because we've been talking about this for the last two yeah. weeks um, about this movie and how you feel about it. And it's crazy because I think that it's doing all the things that we want this series to do, except it goes one moment too dark for you. It goes a couple mm-hmm. moments too Which weird ones? for me. It feels like, well, spoilers from here on out for Fate the Furious. Um, the idea that Shaw is going to be allowed into the family is not okay. Just well, in any form, in a story, saved, in a story sense, it makes sense. Spoiler alert: He saved my baby. Of course, he's alive. Which is an now. awesome action sequence. Uh, that the John Woo fucking, inspired yeah. action sequence. Honestly, is the best thing in the that movie. was that, but he that killed Han. Movie. You know, Yo, yeah. like I don't yeah. care about like producer notes and, See, and, and, and right. comments. I, I don't even watch them, and even I'm like, that's stupid. You know yeah. what? Honestly, but the like, thing this, is that these like, movies are dumb, but they're not idiotic. You know what? And I feel that that was idiotic. But the thing is that I don't, I don't know if. Shaw is a member of the family. It could, uh, I think it's. It feels like they're very much leaning that way. I, I think, I, I think F9, which is what I'm calling it until F9. further notice, yeah, uh, can either course correct or explain the mentality behind it. But either way, in the moment well, right now, it definitely I doesn't feel good. I think it explains it within this movie, though. And I just don't think it's enough for people because, I mean, we're still upset that he killed Han. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, is within the film, it's explained that Cypher, again, we're talking about spoilers, yeah. that Cypher originally went to Decker and said I want you to do what I need you to do he said no so she went after Owen which of course pushed Decker into the family because he didn't he didn't know they weren't working for Cypher of course yes what he did to Han was horrible but for him he didn't know that they weren't with Cypher so for him in the moment he goes after the thing that to bring them into his path, and that's which awesome. again, is, I think, is weird retconning that it's just there to get Jason Statham into there, and I, I think it's bullshit. Well, also, they they did mention. I remember they did mention between uh, the Rock and Jason Statham was that Jason Statham actually wasn't a, kind of a bad guy. Like yeah, the reason he was why a military guy. Yeah, he was a military guy. He mm-hmm. had like the he had uh, what was it like the like the English version of like the Purple Heart. Yeah, but th- like this that. is the thing and is that this reason- is all just retconning no, it is. for no, this movie, and don't, it, I don't buy but, it. No, but here's uh, the problem. Here's the problem with the fact. Here's the thing with the Fast and Furious. They do that shit all the time. And but I would they, it's never, it's never betrayed their that. own like, I don't family. I don't consider know? this retconning that much either, though, because we learn in 6 that Owen was in the military, too. Yeah. So it's no, no, clearly no. that they're a military they're, they're, family. They're, um, their jobs and what their their, uh, their line of work. Line of duty and work. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It, it's the, the family stuff that really bungles it up. Now, we, we've talked about this, yeah. too. The, there's an interesting idea of the Shaws being this tight-knit family to contrast... The uh, the fast family and yeah. that that's great, but the the way that they like bend over backwards and I think snap to work these characters into a lighter like they're looking at them through rose colored glasses because Jason Statham and The Rock are fucking awesome together oh, and, and I so good they're so awesome they together. I just wish the rest of the movie had figured out a way to balance that. Like it, they didn't have to do that to get them to work together. It would have been I think even more entertaining. To have them try to kill each other once in a while while still trying to save Dom and Cypher, you know? Like, that adds even more stakes. Yeah, but, I and, mean, at the end of the day, know. we know that Cypher is the one controlling it, so he has no beef that's with the their thing. family anymore. I, that's the thing. I think I, I don't like that decision either, you know? Like, if these were just a bunch of random 
different like people with uh, differing goals that were contrasting each other, that would add so much more excitement and tension to, to the to, rest of the movie. To be totally honest, they're all trying to get on top of one another, and bam, I, bam. I kind of, I kind of wish they would have, uh, they would have added Lucas Black. Uh, yeah, there's no reason. Scott Eastwood sucks. I, I love Scott Eastwood in this. I'm sorry, Scott Eastwood, uh, he, he's boring. No, I, I think that he contrasts exactly what we expect in the series. No, but, so. I, but I think especially if, I, I think if what you wanted to do is you could have done, you could have brought Lucas Black back and that way you could have really went into that contrast of Han. Yes, because that which way, is never mentioned. Because that way he's being called upon because he's replaced, he's taking over what Brian and Han took, which are, like they're, like what they need and then what you do is then you can have a contrast because now he's he finds out that Shaw killed Han, and now there's a fucking like well, thing that's going. And on. And I yeah. think that's co- totally that would be badass. Totally fair, but I don't. I just think we all know that that's not going to happen because let's Lucas be honest, Black aged yeah. like fifty years. Yeah, exactly. Lucas He's way too old. old. They, the, when they it's had him in really funny. When they had him in Furious Seven, they tried to keep him in the dark as much as possible, yeah. so you wouldn't see how much he aged. I, I will also <laughs> say that um, yeah, it is pretty funny. I, I'm, I'm okay with Dom having a baby, but. I actually think that's perfect for that character and with Elena, the character, right? Uh, yeah. Killing her off, I think, was cold. Yeah, kind that of, that character went through a lot in these movies. She got kind of nothing. I thought it was. She really, got Jack Diddley. This I, franchise yeah. shit on her. I did, I her did think that, it was really funny harsh. because my my when I went to go see it, I went to go see it with my girlfriend and my parents, and everybody in the room was. My, I remember my girlfriend going. Wait. So when did she have the baby? Yeah. No. <laughs> like the she the was like she was really, she was really trying to put the baby to, like where, like. Okay, so how far away is seven from eight? And then also, how far away from six to seven is it? Because (laughs) they didn't get, like, she was, like, really trying to put it together. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. You know what? Fast and the Furious movie. Don't worry about the time. I guess, you know what? Six and seven take place really close together because the post credit scene is Han dying from Tokyo Drift, which is. So weird how they backtracked on it's, that. See, like that's that's good retconning. That's good retconning. You know? I do. I think. I do think that it was. I. I think it's maybe a couple of weeks. Yeah. Maybe a month or so after, and then I guess Elena was pregnant when she flew out of the fucking window with huh with. With that, that's what it sounded like, at least. Yeah. Like she was pregnant, in which also I don't know if they if they know how miscarriages happen, but that's one of them. No, she could have had the baby. <laughs> she could have had the baby before that. The baby's not that old, but it's not that young either. It's so. like two years. It, yeah. No, not even. It's like one. Okay. It's like a so, couple months. It's a couple months. All right. Most. So Fear Seven takes place like let's say six months after. Right. Right. Then there you it, go. Like okay. So yeah. All right. So uh, let's let's move on. So. This is a really fun thing that we do on the show, Patrick. Uh, pitch a movie. We discussed it before the show. What we're going to do is toss you some quick little nuggets of information, but the broad pitch is related to a space movie. Giant spider. Are you ready? Uh, no, we're not doing a giant spider. <laughs> I'm telling you right we've now. Had, we've had giant spiders. I'm telling you right now. Nick, you can't say giant spider every fucking time. Because it makes everything amazing. Movie. You can't say Adam Sandler because he does that. I didn't do that. You did. You did. Oh, yeah, you did, huh? Don't blame okay, me on that one. That was you. Yeah, okay. Fine. Okay. All right. Gene, go. Give him one suggestion. One suggestion. Okay. I'm going to suggest um, has to have... Uh, Dude, you got to have this ready to go. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Nick, Nick, go, right, Gene. Nick, go. Yeah, cover for me. Serious? Come on. You don't have one either, do you? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. No, no, no. I, I, no, 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 no. I, I got okay. one. I got one. The uh, whatever... Uh, which, uh, it's a horror... It's a horror thriller. The space movie that you're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can it have horror thriller elements uh, and not be completely horror thriller? Like a creature feature almost? 
No, I want. I, Damn I want, you! You want it to be. You want it to be strictly creature. I, I mean, a horror. Sh- so. I want this. Right. Sh- I want this shit to be fucking alien. I was about to say. That's gonna be hard for my suggestion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was like, no, do it because that. F- I was gonna say. No, because you know what? Every single time I do this, you guys fuck me over. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to him too. No. <laughs> uh, it has one. to star a corgi. A corgi. <laughs> <laughs> a talking corgi, much like the underappreciated gem of 2016, Nine Lives. Dude, Kevin Spacey. Sh- Dude, oh I'm just God. kidding. That oh movie's terrible, God. but I'm not kidding about the suggestion. Dude, <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Then. Star is like the story is about him, or he could be like a well, co- like he could be a co star. It could be written for a human and just played by a corgi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Die Hard with a corgi. That's fucking, you know? dude, can okay. we do that? Yeah, I Please? need that movie now. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Renee, F- fuck whatever uh, you were doing. Die Hard with a Corgi. I was gonna say before you said your science, your horror thriller element. I, I was gonna to. say like I want the protagonist to face like an alien army or something like that. That, so that could still corgi, be in there. That, that, that could still be in there. The Corgi in the horror thriller faces an alien army. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, he figures right. it out. Okay, has to, has to start Kevin Spacey. Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah. <laughs> any, you know, any role. You're, you're a dick. Oh okay. God! Okay. Wait, hold on. So hold you on. Just, has you, to star or Kevin okay. Spacey has to be in he, it. He has to be in it. To okay. Okay. Yeah. All so right. you, you get some time to to work this out in your head while we go over our next couple things. The monster's um, voice is Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The monster's wait. The monster's voice is Kevin Spacey. He could be no, the leader of the he, aliens. No, he just said okay. he has okay. to be in it. He just so, said he has yeah, to be in it. All right. All right. That'd be amazing. Yeah. So Patrick, get some time to work this out. We're gonna cut to quick commercial break. We'll. Plug some other stuff. Uh, other Jetta reactions from two really cool guests that Gene was able to swoop up on. Uh, thank you for that, Gene. I know. Good job on Ellis and Gore. Yeah. Well, okay. It was going to be a surprise. People watching and listening, Nick. <laughs> Fuck. You posted it on our YouTube already. It's yeah, already but maybe up. They, oh, my God. Okay. We're cutting now. So, hi. This is uh, Gina Versto. Well, the press. I'm here with Mark Ellis from Schmoes Now. How you doing, Mark? Good to be with you, man. This is one of the uh, highlights of my year. If I get to go to Star Wars Celebration, it's like the coolest four days of my calendar year. So yeah. it has lived up to the hype so far. Yeah, it's uh, day two. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it feels like day six, but right. it's only day two. We've been doing a lot of fun stuff here, man. Time change. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, so, Mark, uh, the Last Jedi just uh, the trailer for it mirrored couple hours ago um, yeah what are your thoughts it's one of the ones we've all been waiting for we knew we were going to get something we were hoping for the teaser what i loved about the way the panel did is they showed us the poster first that was one of the coolest posters i have ever seen they did a great reveal where you see the ray part and then it expands to see kylo and luke pretty sweet stuff and then the trailer happens yeah it's so much to digest it's such a different tone than the force awakens trailer the mm-hmm. teaser we got at celebration two years ago so i like what they're doing they're taking the storytelling and a new direction, and hey, we get to hear Luke. Uh, this is Universa with the Waffle Press Podcast. I'm here with Chris Gore. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm at Star Wars Celebration. What, what could be going wrong? <laughs> definitely, definitely. And uh, Chris, um, we just we just been asking people uh, just their uh, reaction to the Last Jedi trailer. Just curious to hear your thoughts. Well, I loved it, but I have also loved every Star Wars trailer for every Star Wars movie. I can't necessarily say that I've loved every Star Wars film since the original uh, trilogy. But um, this trailer in particular I love because Luke Skywalker is in the trailer. And he's and he speaks. Well, we don't actually see him speaking. But you hear his voice. So we can, one can assume that we'll get to hear him talk. And I'm just a big... Look, I'm a big Luke Skywalker fan. You know, having seen the originals when I was a little kid. Like, uh, for me... Star Wars will always be about the adventures of Luke Skywalker, 
which if you read the movie novelization, mm-hmm. that's what it is, The Adventures of Luke Skywalker. So let's, let's get back to that story, and right. I want to see what it's like for him to be sort of a fallen hero, mm-hmm. right? So the trailer I thought was amazing for several reasons. And we're back. Okay. Uh, we got to, like, slam through this last-minute stuff. Uh, but I asked a bunch of people on Facebook and Twitter for um, their own personal awesome mixes to celebrate Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 coming out. Uh, that'll be the next episode basis, but we wanted to start getting ready and excited for that. And Patrick's a lucky bastard who already saw the movie, but he can't talk about it yet. No, I can, um, because we're... Well, no, you can oh. talk about it after. After, after okay. This. I thought you yes. meant I couldn't in general. I was like, no, 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 no. we can't. After, after <laughs> we do the pitch and we do our quick mini-reviews of movies that we've seen. Oh, okay, uh, okay. But I want to read out some awesome mixes that I got from you guys. Uh, our buddy at Brian Doki on Twitter says... Number one, Fleetwood Mac, Rhiannon, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Castles Made of Sand, The Smiths, This Charming Man, Hootie and the Blowfish, Find the Time to Tell You, Tears of Fear, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Uh, I'm going to put these up on the the video as well so you guys can check these out. Uh, Gene, I'm going to hop over yes. to you now before I go on to the next one. Okay. What are some songs in your personal awesome mix? So seven songs I chose were The Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin, <laughs> number one, uh, two, Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Uh, three, Subterranean, Homesick Alien by Radiohead. Uh, four, Modern Love by David Bowie. Uh, five, Feel Flows by the Beach Boys. Uh, six, Don't Dream It's Over by Crowded House. Ooh, I want a favorite. Yeah, and seven, The Blitzkrieg Bop by The Remote. All right. So that's my awesome um, There's a lot of Jimi Hendrix, apparently. Uh, yeah, good, at yeah. Landine0816. Uh, it's not his first choice, but Jimi Hendrix, All Along the Watchtower, MGMT, Time to Pretend, Talking Heads, Once in a Lifetime. Uh, we have, these people have very good taste. <laughs> I like all we these have songs. some good fans. Yeah. Arcade Fire, Sprawl 2. Okay. Well, such, well now I regret my statement. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Prince, Let's Go Crazy. Uh, Nick, I feel like you're not ready, but I was going to hop over to you. <laughs> Honestly, I, I have most of it. I, right. You don't have to okay. go all the way to seven. Just no, no, no. Stuff uh, out. What was it? I have because... Uh, so, In the End is one the of Lincoln them. Park. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is such a oh, fucking Nick choice. It's, I know it is. It's I a love fucking, it. It's a beautiful Wait, what did Nick you, choice. What did you choose? In the huh? End. In the End in by Lincoln Park. I love it. Uh, All-Star? This is like... <laughs> yes! Yeah, baby! Yeah. Are you, you like, do you find like your fifth grade notebook and just like whatever songs you... Yeah, I'm I love say, it. I, I love it. it. I already said it once. Say it again. Fuck you, Gene. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, which I heard it through the grapevine. Um, Sticky Fingers by, uh, what was it? Uh, Above and Beyond. Mm-hmm. And then Bohemian Rhapsody and Under Pressure. Okay. I was missing one in which I'm going to come up with one before the end. That's yeah. a good. That's a good list. That's a hell yeah, especially yeah. if there's a couple fight scenes. That's the first like that. That uh, Equiatic bind or Equiatic underscore bind. Hey Sean, uh, awesome podcast by the way from first to last. Check that out. Uh, Hounds of Love, Kate Bush, Go Your Own Way, Fleetwood Mac, Life During Wartime, Talking Heads, This Charming Man, The Smiths, Sprawl Two, Arcade Fire, another one. Uh, the less I know, the better. Tame Impala, Dancing in the Dark, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, Renee, you got an awesome mix? Uh, I got a few off the top of my head. Uh, it would be Depeche Mode, uh, Enjoy the Silence. Damn it! Okay, so there goes one of my choices. Yeah, and one of mine was gone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, it was in the end, right? You, I took yeah. that one. Yeah. In the end. That no, was, it was all It's a dope song. It was, <laughs> dude, that song is great with any movie. <laughs> it is. Uh, what else? Schindler's List. <laughs> okay. 
That's that's all, that's the I, only uh, way to make it cheery. Okay, Renee. Uh, let me see. Uh, basically, it would be. You know what? I would have uh, "What Goes Around Comes Around" by Justin Timberlake. Okay, right. I would have that. Yeah, that's a good song. <laughs> yeah, and then I would probably have like "Everything I Hate About You" by Three Days Grace. And I'm just going through my playlist right now. <laughs> and I'm that's like, so which fun. one do I listen to the most? <laughs> like, you know, so what about uh, you're missing some Gaga? Some Gaga, poker Gaga. face. Yeah, there we go. I think I got some poker face going. <laughs> Y'all talk smack. Her music's catchy. So <laughs> it is. whatever. It is. Uh, you know what? I'll throw in "I See Fire" by Ed Sheeran. Oh, good, good, yeah, good. That one. Uh, uh, that's what it was. A couple Facebook ones, real quick. At or Ian Ojeda, Don't Stop Me Now, Queen, Nights on Broadway, The Bee Gees, I Want to Be Your Everything, Andy Gibb, oh. Eric Calderon, Me and Mrs. Jones, Billy Paul, uh, Dylan Sharkey, The Jim Carroll Band, People Who Died, Sloth Rust, 7.30 a.m., The Pack AD, Build, Nathaniel Rateliff, uh, SOB, TV on the Radio, Wolf Like Me, Jack White, Highball Stepper, Jimi Hendrix, All Along the Watchtower. Lots of Hendrix. Mm, Lots of Hendrix. Yeah. Hendrix. Patrick. What right, you, got? you guys ready for mine? For mine would be Across the Universe by the Beatles. Yes. Followed oh, by Beatles, uh, Life on Mars by David Bowie, my favorite David Bowie song. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Long Live the Starman. <laughs> Jukebox Hero by Foreigner. <laughs> Sympathy for the Devil, the cover by Ozzy. Mm, okay. Kickstart My Heart, of course, by Motley Crue. California Love by Tupac, because you got to have a little yeah, bit of Tupac yeah. love into this. That and then Cigarettes and Alcohol by uh, Oasis. Ooh, All right. Okay. Good choices. Uh, I, did, yeah. I, I did figure out what my last year were. It I go, was, hurry, so I can go. Uh, which uh, it's uh, Gotta Get You Into My Life from by Earth, Wind, and Fire. And then also Under the Bridge. By, nice uh, chili, peppers. chili peppers. I almost used a lot of chili peppers because they're very cosmic. I, I mm. love the chili peppers. And then I was like... <sighs> Maybe not. <laughs> Mine, mine's less cosmic, but some of it's uh, it's it's a very Diego playlist if you know me personally. I thought, the, I, thought, I thought the rules were cosmic. No, no, I, not on that this one. That's why fucking, I went. That that was not. That's what you texted me. I I how, didn't text. How you. dare you? Well, I why, didn't why, text why was you. Just, park in there then. Lincoln Park is fucking. No, cosmic Lincoln Park's fun. cosmic. Have you not seen the opening to Miami Vice? Yeah. Okay. Kanye West, Paranoid by Kanye West. Somewhere over the rainbow by Is Is I, I forgot how to pronounce the name. Uh, Nina Simone's Feeling Good. Uh, Memory Gospel by Moby. Frank Sinatra, This Town. Um, I have to switch out my Depeche Mode choice. Oh, what did I have? I had it in my... Oh, shoot. Is it just me or do you... Is it just that Frank Sinatra always... I always feel like can only be in like a crime movie. Like it has to be yeah. some form of like a casino heist movie yeah. or like some form of mob that movie. Gremlins sort of too uses comedy. Frank Sinatra to a okay. perfect oh. effect. Good point. Good okay, point. D- go. that's no, that's fair. That's fair. Right. Uh, I'll just leave it at that then because my other my other choices are gone. So there you go. So, Which ones were they? Uh, Depeche Mode and uh, Lincoln Park. Yeah. I was gonna be yeah. Were you really gonna put it in the end? Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. too. Because I thought of yeah. you. And I was like, I so the Nick th- choice. I'm the three of us oh, all had it. That's. Wait, you also had in the end? Yeah. That's awesome! So I, I switched it out at the last minute. Yeah. I was an angsty middle schooler. You know what oh. the, funny, the, the, the funny thing is that in the end was my very first pick. Wow. Like Right when I was writing the list, I was like, in the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, Patrick, it is time. Okay, so this is... Wait, you know. Gene, do we have a timer ready? Uh, yes, we do. Okay. All right, three really minutes. Quick, do, you have starting... a do you have a title? No, I don't have a title because okay. you guys are the worst right. and you only gave me three minutes to come up with this. Okay, that's fine. Okay. But go. Three minutes turn no. <laughs> All right. So essentially, Earth has become a barren wasteland and if we have left Earth and moved to space because that's what always happens at the beginning of these sci-fi horror movies. Mm-hmm. And really, humanity is dwindling <laughs> upon, on the space station. So Kevin Spacey is trying to figure out a way to save humanity through cloning. But his cloning experiment goes incredibly wrong. And what happens is he creates a monster 
army of millennial zombies <laughs> and cats. And he yes. doesn't know how to control them. And they begin to wreak havoc on this space station, just tearing it apart. They're lost in space. They don't know what to do. And now their space station is hurtling towards Jupiter on a crash course that if they do not fix this, they are all going to die. So the Corgi named Diego. Yes. Of course is actually Kevin Spacey's pet, but he can oh. talk because in this future, pets can talk. And he is forced to create an army to fight against these ravaging, like, ravaging zombie cats and millennials that are tearing apart their space station as they're hurtling through space towards a horrible ending as they crash towards Jupiter. Now, are the millennials riding the cats? Yes. Yes. That was like my big... As soon as you said millennials and cats, I was like... All right, we need cats. And of course, the the millennials, the reason I chose them as zombies is because, unfortunately, millennials are known for not being very smart. And for all the information we have, we don't use it correctly. So they're just zombies through life. And so that was why when they were cloned, that's how they became. I thought you were going to say because they found out that on on the space station, there wasn't a hot topic. No. <laughs> How many people do we, do you actually right. know that go to Hot Topic? Though? I only yeah. go there for Popeye. Okay. L- so that was, that was your pitch? Yes, that's okay, my pitch. You had a minute left. Good. All right. So, Nick, will you buy it? Yes or no? Because mm, my my big thing is like, what 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 are the what are they trying to like? What's their big accomplishment? Like, they, I know Saving they're just trying the space station and like, not I, I, dying. But I mean, like, why why are the millennials destroying it? Right. Like, that was my big thing. Well, because like, they're just zombies. Like, they, you don't ask a zombie a reason to do it. They just are. They attack so the, are, are the stakes like you gotta stop them from destroying it, or do you have to save the millennials? No. Because just, they're no. all clones. It doesn't matter okay. anyway. Oh, Remember, okay. this is they're all clones. So stopping them is the number one thing. It doesn't matter what we do to them. They are just what they are. So mm-hmm. what's the difference between a millennial zombie and a regular zombie? Regular zombies are smarter. They'd probably not destroy <laughs> the space station they're on. Okay. And just go after people. I don't know. That feels more like a baby boomer zombie to me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Fair yeah. enough. But. <laughs> No, okay, but as thank you, thank you. I'm so proud of myself for that, that one. Was that was a really good one. Thank you. But as the pitch stands, I would watch the shit out of that movie. I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd at least watch it. I, yeah. You know what? I probably would Make them baby DVD. boomer zombies and we got All right, baby I'll, boomer I'll zombies. I will, I will give you the baby boomers. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll probably wait until DVD. I wouldn't probably. Buy <laughs> you bastard. I would, Gene? It's a red box. I would buy it if you change millennials to. To baby boomers. Okay, I will give you guys baby boomers. <laughs> too much, not, too much money the movies. <laughs> well, I didn't do it because I hate them. We're, oh. Obviously. My question yeah. is, is that do, does it crash into Jupiter? Or does Kevin Spacey get to leave? But that's spoilers, man. <laughs> you you, you <laughs> gotta, gotta watch pitch, it. Hold on. No, no see, now he has to come movie. back and pitch a sequel. Nope, you gotta pitch the movie. Obviously. Yeah, no, I want to pitch a sequel later. And we'll, we'll need a title eventually as well. Yeah. And I, I, I'm gonna miss Photoshop so badly after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I need that Photoshop now. Okay, lastly, Renee? Uh... Unfortunately, I wouldn't buy it, but I would definitely watch it, though. Okay. So okay. Have, I, I got yeah. four, all four of you at least to watch it. Right. Yeah. That's what matters. Yeah. yeah. I probably, which if it was still Baby Boomers, I probably would have called it like Boomers Revenge. There you go. There you go. Kevin Spacey and Boomers Revenge. On that note, let's start wrapping up really quick with quick, like, 15, 30 second movie reviews of movies we've seen recently. Nick, go. Uh, the Which on Fast and the Furious and it was the only one I've actually seen that I can talk about. Go so. ahead. Uh, Fast and the Furious was a good movie. I liked it a lot. Uh, 
I also was able to get to see um, Assassin's uh, Assassin's Bodyguard. That was really good too. Okay. Can't really say too much else about it, but yeah, go watch it. Okay. Uh, Patrick, you're next. <laughs> All right. So you guys asked me to talk a little bit about Guardians Two. Guardians Two is the movie that a lot of fans are hoping for. There's going to be some people who are left a little disappointed, but this is essentially the Empire Strikes Back of the Guardians franchise because, as we know now, it is a trilogy. James Gunn is returning to do the last film of his series. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of what you liked about the first one. It doesn't try to do a lot different while trying to do a lot different. It's very very oh, much okay. the Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Gene. Um, I saw Colossal. That was the last movie oh I saw with Anne Hathaway. I really um, see it. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty crazy. Um, you know, it's crazy ideas. Um, you know, I don't think there's been a movie where it's like uh, that before, where monster is, you know, uh, more about her than the monster. Um, and I saw Ghost in the Shell. And that was fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Gina, dude, I'm, I'm fucking shocked. I thought that movie was gonna be a fucking Oscar contender, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Renee. Any movies? Uh, I haven't seen any movies, but I just got done watching a Netflix show, Iron Fist. Iron no, actually, <laughs> no. I saw Thirteen Reasons the Why. 13 Reasons oh, why. I, I figured it. It's actually pretty good. You uh, got hooked on it? it. Yeah, I got hooked on it. My friend showed me the first episode of it, and I binge watched it in two days. It was really good. Story's good. Uh, it keeps you. It keeps you in right after episode one. Uh, speaking of which, we're doing TV shows. Uh, Dimension Four Hundred Four. Okay. okay. I actually have really liked that, especially if you're a fan of Twilight Zone and mm-hmm. like uh, and everything else. It's mm-hmm. a really cool and also benefit uh, Mark Hamill as the narrator. And also Ooh. he plays a couple characters. Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. If we're, if we're doing TV shows real quick, I just yeah. want to plug, uh, I just recently rediscovered Clone High. It had been a little while since I've seen mm-hmm. it. A lot of people don't know what it is. It was a TV show that Phil Lord and Chris Miller did long before they did the Lego movie or anything else. Mm. It's a TV show. It's like 13 episodes. And uh, the creator of Scrubs worked on it with them too. Oh, so it's right. it's, wow. it's got a lot of the Scrubs cast members yeah. doing voices. It's a lot of people you guys will recognize. But yeah. definitely check it out. It's a ton of fun. Or watch fucking Rebels. Yeah. Uh, no recent TV stuff. Just Legends of Tomorrow, like we mentioned earlier, was great. But right, the last awesome. movie I saw was The Boss Baby in 3D 4K. <laughs> How was that? You know what? what? The first half hour oh, is legitimately God. like fucking hilarious. Well, okay. And then it tries to be a real movie and mm-hmm. it just it sucks. But so it's a typical like old, DreamWorks movie. Yeah, no, it's like, the, <laughs> the, like the, the designs and stuff. It's like old school, like Jetsons, Hanna-Barbera stuff. Like it's mm-hmm. really visually inventive and like okay. how they portray like a kid's imagination. It's like, uh-huh. wow, this is like, this is good. I, and then it, it, it just falls flat. I, to- I totally forgot. That first I, half hour is good. Because I started just scrolling through HBO Go and just clicking movies mm-hmm. just because I was like, why not? <laughs> and I ended up watching The Boss. Oh God! With oh, Melissa McCartney. oh, with Melissa McCartney, dude. Wow. Peter Dinklage should really stick to Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. you know, what? no, that's like that's like reverse Boss Baby for me, but not nearly as funny. It was like, you know I, what? It's just fucking nonsense. Peter Dinklage is clearly just drunk, having a good time. Why not? But Peter everything Dinklage else sucks. Peter Dinklage is like Bob very, Hoskins and Mar- Super Mario honestly, Pi- Peter yeah, Dinklage. I I very much feel like was just like I have nothing else to do until Game of Thrones starts. Basically, <laughs> I, need, I need a paycheck. I, yeah. You know, I, 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 I buy the sexual. I, really buy, I buy the sexual chemistry between him and Melissa McCartney. You know though. what the sad part was? I did too. Right? And I really liked that part. Like, there was a couple, <laughs> there was like, a couple of. Even come from? There was a couple of, like, really good parts of that movie where I was like, okay, like, this is. It's not dog shit. It's it's a fun movie. Go watch it if okay. you. Which I, you know you what? You could go, do a lot worse. Honestly, Maybe go, go watch it if you are like, on, <laughs> if you're having like a movie date or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's good for the whole family. Okay. There's a little bit. Of it's not good for the whole family. And there's a little bit of cursing, but that's about it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Nick plugs. Go. Uh, yeah, uh, you can find me here, and you can also find me on my other podcast. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Uh, we're on YouTube and SoundCloud. 
Where we Patrick, yeah. you guys can find me on Twitter at PJ underscore Campbell, and you can find our podcast, Real Film Chatter, R-E-E-L Film Chatter, on Twitter and Facebook as well, and on iTunes and Podbean. Cool. And that will be available for those who listen Monday morning, immediately after this podcast, pretty much. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much, because we do it every Monday. So. Yeah, and I can actually make it this time. Yeah. Gene. Okay, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram as Gene9892. Um, on Facebook, uh, my Facebook page, We Own Nothing Films, if you want to see some short films. Yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram and or Snapchat at Renee G. Bravo. And then you can also follow the store here at Undercity Comics, guys, at Facebook and Instagram at Undercity Comics. Yes, please check out Undercity Comics. They're, the reason we keep recording here is because they're the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a really nice shop. This is my first time here. I just want to say, like, if you guys haven't come in, it's a really nice shop. They got a lot of pop vinyls, a lot of comics, a lot of cool games. Come in and check it out. It's it's fantastic. So also, good job, guys. Also, they're corgi friendly. Uh, you can find me. On, <laughs> they, they are corgi friendly. You can yes, find me on are. Twitter at Dago Waffles, President Diego. Uh, links to everything on my Twitter at some point or another. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, Patrick, for joining us. Oh, thanks, thank you guys for having me so much. Thanks, Kurt yeah, the thank corgi. You, Patrick. And we have been professionally unprofessional.